0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon. I'm Attorney General Josh Shapiro, um, and I want to acknowledge some of the individuals who are here with me today and they make an important announcement. I'm joined today by Jennifer Selber, our Executive Deputy Attorney General of the Criminal Division of the Office of Attorney General. Also joined by Deputy Attorney General Rebecca Elo. Senior Deputy Attorney General Simkwida Bridges uh, and Agent Ralph Zeza from the Office of Attorney General. Very pleased to be joined today uh, here at the Dunmore Barracks by um, some very dedicated and committed members of the Pennsylvania State Police who we work very closely with, not just on this case, uh, but every single day. Uh, appreciate having Corporal Cole, Trooper Malnowski, Trooper Kais, and I want to thank uh, Corporal, excuse me, Captain uh, Chris Paris uh, for welcoming us here Uh, Today, I'm at the Denmore Barracks here today uh, to announce charges of institutional sexual abuse and assault of female inmates at the Lackawanna County Prison. This is abuse that has been taking place over a decade. Before I detail the case, I want to take a few moments and explain how we got here. Last year, shortly after I was sworn in as Attorney General, we received a conflict referral on this case. From the Lackawanna County District Attorney's Office. We reviewed that referral and we accepted the case. Our prosecutors immediately, immediately brought this case to a statewide investigative grand jury, which began hearing testimony from witnesses and gathering evidence. Last September, as our investigation was ongoing, 90 agents from the Office of Attorney General and officers uh, from the Pennsylvania State Police served search warrants on the Lackawanna County Prison and other locations in the county. Our agents and officers spent over 12 hours at the prison downloading computer files and removing literally a truckload of documents as potential evidence. Yesterday, as a result of our year-long investigation, my agents, along with troopers from the Pennsylvania State Police, Arrested seven current and former Lackawanna County prison, excuse me, Lackawanna County prison correctional officers. These correctional officers or prison guards are charged with using their positions of authority to manipulate and dominate female inmates, perpetuating a pervasive culture of continuous sexual abuse and harassment of inmates at that prison those are the grand jury's words, contained in a 16-page presentment, which lays out, in horrifying detail, a culture of sexual assault by prison guards of female inmates at the prison that existed for many, many years. I want to stress, this was not one rogue prison guard. This was a pervasive culture of sexual assault of inmates by guards who were well known within that jail. In the most basic terms these defendants use their power as guards to demand and coerce sex from inmates who had no power due to their incarcerated status. These correctional officers had a duty of care to these inmates and instead they took advantage of them for their own sick gratification. Then they threatened to make these inmates' lives worse if they told anyone about the abuse. These women inmates were understandably reluctant to report the abuse to anyone in authority. They literally had nowhere to go. They feared repercussions if they told anyone, and tragically considered this horrendous behavior as simply the status quo, simply the norm, a sexually oppressive environment as a fact of their daily lives. The grand jury presentment details this culture of sexual assault, one of the accused guards coercing a female inmate to perform a sex act on him in her jail cell until the lock on the door clicked. The clicking of the lock was actually a warning that someone was coming. The grand jury learned that other guards in a control room had the ability to click the lock remotely as that signal. Another female inmate testified before the grand jury of being coerced into a prison utility closet, where of course there were no cameras, by another guard, where he had sex with the inmate and made her perform several various sexual acts. This happened more than ten times. The guards had a tradition of having women inmates perform certain sexual acts in certain locations in the prison. This was so commonplace that the women actually had a slang term for it. The guards then gave the inmates the ones that they abused, things like commissary items and food and cigarettes or even extra phone time, all to manipulate these women and force them to continue to have sex with them, to continue to perform these sexual acts. Absolutely horrifying. These acts were repeated, and these acts were continuous. In the course of this conduct, which persisted over a long period of time, in fact, in some cases for over a decade, this course, when the course of conduct went on. In the few instances where the assaults were reported to prison personnel at the Lackawanna County Prison, there is No evidence, none, that any action was ever taken to assist these inmates who were being assaulted by the guards. Their voices were silenced. These inmates' truths were ignored. This is outrageous criminal conduct by those in positions of power. Individuals are sentenced to prison as a consequence of their conduct. There they should not be subjected to sexual assault at the hands of the very public employees who are charged with supervising their incarceration. Today, working with our tremendous partners at the Pennsylvania State Police, we are working to end this persistent culture of sexual abuse at the Lackawanna County Prison. But make no mistake, This is not the final chapter in this horrible saga. It is not the final chapter. We charged seven former and current prison guards with various offenses related to our investigation into abuse at the prison. Their names are John Schnippes, Jeffrey Staff, George F. Mark Johnson, George McHale, Paul Vaglino, and James Walsh. These defendants face a wide range of charges including institutional sexual assault, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, aggravated indecent assault, harassment, and indecent assault. If convicted on all of these charges, some of these defendants face prison sentences as much as over 50 years. These are felony charges. And I want you to know, and I want the people of this community to know, that we will prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. These arrests are as a result of strong law enforcement collaboration with our partners in the Pennsylvania State Police and the effective use of the statewide investigative grand jury. I again want to thank PSP and the members of the grand jury for their commitment to this investigation. And now I want to make a very important point. I want to stress today that this investigation is very much ongoing, very much ongoing. Whenever you see this kind of scope, whenever you see this kind of pervasive culture that was allowed to exist, you have to wonder how far up the chain this goes. I want the people of this community to know that we are continuing to work to answer that question. We also believe that there may be other victims or witnesses who may not know how to come forward or who just may be very afraid. I want them to hear me directly. You do not have to be afraid anymore. We want to hear from you and we will ensure your safety and well-being in that process. We're here for you, we are here for you, and we want to hear your truth. You do not have to fear these men or other men in these similar positions any longer. I'm asking you to please take the time to call a special hotline that we have set up specifically for you, for the victims, for those who have information in this tragic case to call us directly. That new number, that special hotline set up just for you is 570-846-4074. Again, the special hotline is 570-846-4074. If you have any information, any at all, about this long-running culture of sexual assault at the prison, call us. And again, if you're a victim, if you're a a witness, We want to hear from you. Now, I also want to stress that there are people in positions of power in this community who have already spoken to us. And if you are a person in a position of power who's been aware of this culture of abuse, we want to hear from you as well. Now is the time to come forward. Now is the time to let us know what you know. We are not done. And this is very much an ongoing investigation. These corrections officers repeatedly used their positions of power to solicit sex and abuse female inmates. They had nowhere to go. Well, today is the beginning of that healing process for them. And it is the beginning chapter of us getting answers for this community. As Attorney General, I will continue to combat sexual abuse in our correctional institutions all across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We have a duty to, of care to any inmate who is incarcerated at any correctional institution across the Commonwealth. And as I've shown on multiple occasions across Pennsylvania, we will go after predators wherever we find them, and we will hold anyone accountable for their crimes. They will face justice. No one is above the law, and we will apply the law without fear and without favor. To the women who have endured this horrendous abuse for so many years in this prison, we hear you. Today, thanks to your bravery coming forward, thanks to strong law enforcement collaboration, incredible work by my team in the Office of Attorney General. We are putting a stop to it here at the Lackawanna County Prison. And we'll continue this work going forward. And with that, I'm happy to try and answer any of your questions. I want to stress, as I said, this is an ongoing investigation, so I'll be limited, certainly, in uh, the extent that I can answer your questions beyond what I've already said. Were there some people through the course of this investigation that you were not able to charge? Because the abuse has taken has has gone on over such a long period of time the statute of limitations in some cases is something we bumped into but make no mistake the charges that we filed here today are serious charges Um, they are plentiful and uh, while I'm not going to forecast what happens in the future I can tell you that we're not done potentially if you
1: were to to look into As you said, people in positions of power who um, may have known about this culture and and didn't say anything about it. What Potentially, what kind of criminal charges could they face?
0: I appreciate the question you're asking. I can't answer that question, and I won't answer that question right now. Again, as I said before, we've heard from people in positions of power. We want to hear from others, uh, and those that we want to hear from probably know that they have something they want to tell us. Uh, or something they need to get off their chest right about now. Uh, and based on that information, we'll make decisions about charging um, you know, based on the evidence and based on the law.
1: What, what do you think it's going to take to clean this prison up? I mean, this has been going on clearly for a long time, and there's at least one individual um, who was charged now who we believe was part of a prior grand jury and was not charged. So what do you have to do to clean this place up?
0: We have to do our job, uh, which began a year ago. When we um, received this case, when we immediately convened uh, a grand jury investigation, uh, when we, uh, thanks to the incredible work of the personnel in the Office of Attorney General here, dedicated ourselves to this investigation, and as I said a couple of times here today, uh, this is the opening step, uh, in the, the opening chapter, I should say, uh, in this, um, in these charges, uh, we believe that. Uh, There is still more to be written in this. Uh, And as a result of this investigation, uh, I hope the culture changes. I hope that the leadership uh, in this county responds to this, makes the necessary changes they need to make, uh, and we will continue to do our job uh, from a law enforcement perspective to ensure that uh, an inmate is safe uh, when they go to prison. Do
1: you have any confidence that they will do this? I mean, this isn't the first time we've had a prison guard charged with sexual abuse. Just a few years ago, Joe Black, was charged from another grand jury, and at least one of the people who's been charged now was uh, you know, uh, also investigated with that grand jury. So they didn't do anything last time. What makes you, you, know, do you have any confidence that they'll do it this time? Well, I
0: know that um, we've taken this case much further than it's ever been. Uh, we take our responsibility uh, as chief law enforcement officer of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania very seriously, uh, and I would expect that any person in a position of uh, trust, whether it's an elected official, an appointed official, or anyone else, uh, is going to rise to this challenge and and do their job. And I also would expect that any public official with information uh, about this this decades-long abuse is going to come forward and let us know what they know so that we can ensure that this does not continue to occur in prison. Uh, You said that you've taken this investigation further than it's ever been. Can you say if this investigation has uh, gone to other offices outside of the prison? I'm not going to comment on that. Piggybacking off one of the the comments you made, um, you said there was no evidence that any action was taken on anybody that reported this. That's the case. So if they made a report, it was basically squashed at the prison level? Based on the evidence we have, yes. Are you currently still interviewing inmates that are out of prison right now? Well, I'm I'm certainly not going to get into um, our investigation, any specifics of it. Um, I will restate now, I guess for the third or fourth time, this is very much an ongoing investigation.
1: Do do you think prior investigations perhaps dropped the ball on this? Uh, Again, the person I'm talking about is John Snippets. He had been investigated before and he was not charged.
0: I appreciate your question, I really do. I can't speak to what other investigators did or what other law enforcement agencies did. Um, I can just tell you what our agency did. Um, I can tell you what um, what our folks did, and I think they've done Yeoman's work, uh, and I think they recognize, as I do, that our work is uh, nowhere near done. Are there any concerns that you, that could be raised regarding the statute of limitations with these charges? I, I know people look at can look at it at a glance and say, these accusations go back several years, but uh, based off the law, is there any concerns that you may have regarding statutory limitations? No, otherwise we wouldn't have charged. Sometimes grand juries can make recommendations, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, on situations. Has that been done in this case in any way? Not in the Do you expect in
1: possible not gonna, future? Not going to comment on that. In, in the presentment, it talks about how people in the control office would click the door kind of as, as an alarm. Those people who were the ones who were clicking the door and, and, and alerting the people to that someone was coming, could they potentially face charges?
0: I think that's a good question.
1: What's the answer to it?
0: I think that's a good question.
1: Okay. Can you tell us if a grand jury is currently convening?
0: I'm not going to comment on um, the existence, non-existence, or work of a grand jury. If you had somebody that was locked up Today and let me just say for for those of you who ask questions that I can't comment on I absolutely respect Your right to ask the questions. That's why I'm still standing here, and I appreciate uh, the 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 Reason you're asking those questions certainly is as you know as you well know uh, I'm limited in uh, what I can and can't comment on but yes If, If you had a loved one who was in the Lackawanna County prison today Would you feel comfortable with the corrections officers that are there the administrative staff that is there the people overseeing the prison? I think that's probably a better question for your your county commissioners, the county leadership, um, the prison board and, and others to be able to answer. Um, probably, uh, I'm not the right official to uh, to address that. I think that's a very legitimate question. Can you
1: tell us a little bit more about the hotline? I know this is a local number. Is it that is. being done locally, and, and how will that work if someone calls?
0: We set up this special hotline specifically for victims, specifically for people who have information. We want them to know that this is a line dedicated to them, uh, and if they call it, um, someone in the office of attorney general's office locally uh, will receive that call and be able to process that information and make sure that the person who shares that information is safe in doing so. All right. Any other questions? Final questions? Thank you all very much.